reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Zechariah, 
chapter 3. We are going to pray about battles. Please cut it. We are going to pray about battles this morning. Verse 1 of Zechariah chapter 3. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan, standing at his right hand.
who should be carrying out an instruction doing the opposite or doing it even in a way that in the end disturbs what you are doing it is frustrating but the bible says that Satan he was there and his aim was to resist him this morning we are going to pray against the resistance of the enemy in our lives some of us need to marry but there's a, there's a Satan by your right hand side to resist you so you see that there's no reason why a man like you shouldn't have a wife but you can't marry some of you go to school they've paid your fees but you cannot pass an exam because there is something there to resist you you are a pastor you are a basenta leader basenta leader serving God nothing you are doing works I mean you, 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 you give it your all but it doesn't work and the reason is that on the right hand side of everybody is a Satan but thank God that he can be resisted I said thank God that he can be resisted Turn your Bibles we are looking at warfare this morning and I believe that you are going to live here today with a great victory. Amen. I said with a great victory. Amen. First Peter. Chapter 5. Verse 8. Joshua, the Bible says to resist him, to 
prevent him from advancing to prevent him from carrying out his desires to prevent him from carrying out his supernatural divine assignment he was there to resist him now when you come back to 1 Peter 5 you see the devil again the same Satan you saw in Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 you see him also in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8 be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil they are just the same name Satan, devil Zachariah calls him Satan Peter calls him the devil the same person now look at what is going to happen here the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour verse 9 verse 9 verse 9 who resists steadfastly in the faith so you can resist the resistor who is coming to resist you you also are being instructed to resist him most of the time what the devil does we are able God also tells us to do the same to him and it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a nature of warfare if you are fighting another army and they are using guns and you are using blows or a bow and arrow you are off, you are gone if they are using a gun you also go for a more sophisticated gun Yes. here you see Satan resisting Joshua but Peter says you should also resist him, push him away we are going to pray right now and say father we resist every satanic agenda in our lives. Everything the devil wants to do in our lives. His plans to frustrate us. His plans to disturb our lives. Because we are going to advance powerfully and mightily in the name of Jesus. Nothing is going to stop you from becoming what God wants you to become. Stand to your feet this morning. Stand to your feet this morning. I want you to begin to just pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit. Just pray. Lift your two hands. Just, just warm up in the spirit. Build up yourself. Speaking in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Ramamaya Kamimi Kaso Delebo Ramama Yanalaba Yanalaba Ramama you are, we are going to pray and destroy the works yes. of the enemy. Lift your two hands. Shande Kabosa. Shande Kabosa. Labadasi Nalebo Kianga. Ramamamama. The things you are doing that don't work, it is because somebody has been assigned to you a marker, a demon has been assigned to you but thank God that we can resist 
we can prevent the preventer oh yes from stopping us lift your two hands and just pray in the spirit pray in the spirit Push back. 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 Push back.
we've read verse 1. Zechariah 3. And the Lord said to Satan, verse 2, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan, even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Is this brother not somebody God's hand has saved? Saved from hell. Is this not a brand plucked out of the fire? Tell her, you are special to God. You are special to God. Or tell another person, you are very special to God. You are very special to God. Say to the person, he has saved you. He has saved you. And so he is interested in you. So he is interested in you. He will fight for you. He will fight for you. But you must also fight. But you must also fight. Now, verse 3 is getting interesting. Now, Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel the picture is very 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 clear remember in verse 1 Joshua is standing in front of the angel of God Satan is on his right hand to resist him Now we are getting details. A reporter is giving us details that apparently Joshua was standing before the angel of the Lord in filthy garments. So, the 
a reason for something. When you see eagles gathering at a place, the Bible, this is not my idea, it says that there is a dead body somewhere, a carcass. Wherever you see flies, flies, it means that there is some rubbish, some something smelly, something bad is somewhere. So when you see Joshua, the high priest, a reverend, a bishop, he's standing before Jesus, before an angel, before God, and on his right hand there is Satan. I mean, Satan doesn't fear that there's an angel there. He doesn't fear. He doesn't fear Jesus. He doesn't fear Joshua. He doesn't fear Pastor. But there is a reason why Satan is there. And what is the reason? The man there, even though he's a high priest, his clothes are dirty. Even though he's a high priest, his clothes are dirty. Even though he's a pastor, there's unrighteousness in him. Even though he's a believer washed and bought by the blood. Look, don't allow the devil, when he comes, eh, by the time he's leaving, by the time he's out of your house, you you will not believe what your house has become. So, verse 4 of Zechariah chapter 3. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him. Apparently there were people around. Saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. This is warfare. Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee. And I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. Stand to your feet. Verse 5. And I said, Let them set a fair mitre upon his head. As the high priest. So they set a fair mitre upon his head. And clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. And the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua saying. Thus said the Lord of hosts. If thou will walk in my ways. And if thou will keep my charge. Take your Bible and look. I want us to read it together. Everybody take your Bible. We are going to pray our final prayer. And we are asking God. Look at it. Zechariah chapter 3. Verse 7. If thou will walk 
in my ways. And if thou wilt keep my charge, then thou shalt also judge my house. And shalt also keep my courts. And I will give thee places to walk among those that stand by. The angel informed the people standing by him. He said, remove his dirty clothes. It is part of warfare to remove the sinful behavior, the certain lifestyles. But note it very carefully in verse number 5. Is it 5? Verse 4. The angel told those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments. Why? Sometimes you need help. It was like the suit I'm wearing. I don't need anyone to help me to remove the jacket. I don't need. So if people have to be assembled to remove what somebody is wearing, it means the person genuinely cannot take it off. It's not everything you can stop. Ah. We are about to deal right now with things, habits, evils we cannot stop. And we are saying, Lord, if you, Joshua the high priest needed people to remove the filthy garments. Some of us are wearing filthy garments. That is what makes the devil free to come into your life. He walks into your bedroom, comes and goes because your life is a filthy life. The life you are living right now is a very filthy life. Your garments, your, you, you see constantly God talks about garments, garments. Let thy garments be white. Pure garments. Revelations. You see people are wearing white garments. It stands for how you appear. There's a lifestyle. There's a way that there are some sinful behaviors. When you, when you, when you leave them, remember we read where the carcass is. That's where the eagles will gather. There's a lifestyle that attracts devils, and they come with diseases. Yes, no, no, not gonorrhea. They come with diseases to kill you. They come with bizarre happenings in your life. They come with things you can't explain. Oh, Jesus. We are saying, Lord, if you did it for Joshua the high priest, do it for me also. Do it for me also. Whatever habit, lifestyle, you cannot get rid of. And I'm not talking about only fornication or smoking weed or sniffing cocaine. Some of you, it's just laziness. 
Some of you, it is somebody, a certain friend, a certain relationship in your life who attracts the demons into your life. But you cannot push him away. God, by his power, can eliminate that person from your sphere. Amen. God can do it. You see, it is part of the battle. It is part. Remember in verse 1, this demon was standing there to resist him. So the resistance he was facing had a basis. His garments were filthy. I don't know how you are dressed this morning. Physically, I see you looking nice. But I don't know your spiritual appearance. Hey. I don't know the nature of your appearance or your, your dress spiritually. But thank God that Zachariah 3 teaches us that there is help. help. God can help you supernaturally to remove your clothes and to dress again. Yes, he told them, put a mitre on his head. Whatever you can't break. Look, believe God. Believe God. Believe God. You are here, you are drinking. You can't stop. I know people who were alcoholics. They stopped suddenly. One of our services, there was a man. Drug addict. A grown up with a wife and children. Grown up. Not, not young boys, secondary school or university. A, a, a grown up working for immigration or sex or grown up drug addict. All he needed to do was to give his life to Christ on the 31st December something something 20 something. From that 31st December he didn't have to see a doctor no therapist, no whatever. The, 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 the things themselves went out because when you remove the carcass the eagles will also scatter. Amen. Begin to clap your hands and pray right now and ask God for angelic assistance. Angelic assistance. Yes. Somebody you cannot deal with. An evil, a sin, a habit. Some of you laziness, you sleep a lot. Pray. Father, send your angels to correct this matter. Heal me of this of this habit. Take it from me. Look, it is inviting demons into your life. It is the garment. It is the garment. The reason is the garment. Satan is there because of the garment. That is why the angel told the people around. Remove the garments. Remove it. Remove it. The devil will have no power. And dress him again. Put a mitre on his head. These are supernatural arrangements. These are supernatural interventions. Pray. Whatever is in your life. A habit. Something. A sin. A weight. That you are not able to deal with. Now. Call for supernatural assistance. Call for spiritual SOS. They should come. Deal with it. Father, deal with this person. Yes. Deal with this person. Change his heart. Either he gets born again or remove him. Even if it means killing him. Kill him and let him live my life. I need to be free. Oh, yes. I need to be free. Yes. Influences that are evil. I need to be free. Pray. 
They are resisting him. They are resisting him. They are resisting him. They are resisting him. Kapandele Babosa. Ramamaya. Ramamaya. Ramadibos. Shamande. Ramaba. Ramazita Kapa. Kambali Debose. Ramamaya.
into my life, into my situation. Jesus, Shamande Kalababa, Ramamayan Dalababe, Renamo San Dalababa, Ramamayan De, Yamayan De, Yakabalababa, Ramamamamazemayan De, Ramamayan Da, Bayan De, Bayan Da, Bayan Da, Ranama, Ramaba, Ramaba Sata. Let me read it to you again. And he answered and spoke unto those that stood before him. Say, take away the filthy garments from him. It looks like he cannot help himself. It looks like he doesn't know how to deal with this situation. And these are the garments that are bringing the demons into his life. Remove it from him. Take it. Take it. Help him. Help him. Help him. He can't help. He said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from me. And I will clothe thee. With a change oh, of Jesus. Let's lift up our hands. Any situation in your life you cannot deal with. We are in the presence of God. Any situation that is enhancing demonic activities. We are praying two prayers with our hands lifted up. First of all, Lord, deal with it for me. Something in my marriage that causes quarrels and fightings and issues. Lord, what Joshua couldn't remove. You sent supernatural beings to remove it. Lord, remove it for me. Pray. Take this problem away. Solve this problem. Solve this problem. Solve this problem. Solve this problem. Do it for me. Do it for me. Shantikala Sandilika Rodizibadesa. Aladisi Krikito Samandali and the Borigo Zodo Baba Sari Atacha Sani Mundala Baba Maloha Deal with it for me. Deal with it for me. Kamude Shevale. This confusion in my life. Deal with it for me. Deal with it for me. Remember Joshua. I don't know, but apparently he couldn't take off the garment. This is not the time for posing. Even a high priest had filthy garments. Deal with it for me, Lord. Can you imagine Joshua? How about you? If Joshua needed angels to remove, do it, Lord. Deal with it for me. This matter. This matter.
particular matter. Lift your hands and pray. Mention the name of the matter. Lord, deal with this matter for me. Yes, whatever you cannot do for yourself, angels are doing it for you. Yes, do it for me, Lord. Do it for me. Whatever you cannot do for yourself, angels are doing it for you. Salandosa, Senia, Senia, Sania, Soleba, Paridos, Lebale, Brukitas, Shambile, Rokota, Mandole, Samade, Boradis, Shabila, Comilados, Landebele, Solimande, Andeloba, Libriqueso, Landeseca, Laparicos, Lemalendes, Sopilade, Ramamaya, Sebandose, Salabada, Yateba, Yatabasa. Continue praying. That's what you want to continue Continue praying. Do it for me. Do it for me. Yabashangidigigi, Rasidinima, Pereneme, Pliko Perena, Masala Gaga, Rakan Dabinim, Rapampa. Solve this problem mysteriously for me. Remove this garment. Remove it. Remove this label. Remove it. Take away this issue. Take it away. Deal with it, Lord. Deal with it, Lord. Kebere Mina, Asirio Kopo, Melerema, Apalanama, Kansalana. Reken chanini ni ma pelenepe opodone medeka adiden kereneme saluafam rakam paradabar rakina radoko porogo bonde belere yakande kerebe rasula amande balaamba hambehe oh kalaba in my family in my business in my marriage in my life in my home yes in my body habits habits Deal with them, Lord. Deal with them, Lord. I can't. Honestly, I can't. I can't. Honestly, honestly, this is too much for me. Too much. I can't.
man is dirty. He's a pastor, but he's dirty. He's a high priest, but he's dirty. I'm showing you one of the reasons why God comes into your life to do for you what apparently you can't do for yourself. To help you in areas where you are helpless. Verse 16. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. This morning, may God take you out of many waters. Amen. In this coming week, may God take you out of many waters. Amen. Anybody here who is drowning in some waters, I declare and prophesy your escape and your release and your deliverance from anything you are drowning in. Receive deliverance. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He delivered me. Verse 17. He delivered me. Are you reading? Yes. He delivered me from my strong enemy. And from them that hated me. For they were too strong for me. So this morning, you have a right to engage other forces. Amen. You know, you, you try it. You can't, stop. You, you can't stop watching pornography. You can't stop smoking weed. You can't stop masturbating. You can't stop. You can't break from that girl. You, you, you know it that is wrong. It's disturbing. But somehow, there's even a very nice appetite in your mouth. Even though your head tells you that this thing you are doing is wrong. It means it is too strong for you. Too strong. Too strong. For Joshua, removing the shirt was too much for him. Can you lift your hands and say, Lord, you are a merciful God. You are a merciful God. Help me. Help me. Now, begin to pray again. Anything that is too strong for you. Anything that is too strong for you. Any situation you can't come out of. You try, you go back. You stop, you go back. You try, you stop, you return. Now we know. He did it for Joshua. Yes. We are seeing it here also in Psalm 18. They are too strong for me. Lift your two hands. Some of you are easily offended. You are easily hurt. And that thing can remove you from important assignments. Pray.
he said. Verse 4 again. Zechariah 3. Verse 4. He answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused your iniquity to pass from me. The last sentence is what we are going to pray about. Because apparently, it is very, very important. And I will clothe thee with change of garment. Once again, Joshua is not the one going to Abogloshi or Kantamanto to buy the suit, the new one. He said, I will clothe you Amen. with a new garment. You can clap your hands. Oh, Jesus. He told the angels, remove the blue suits. Now, remove them. That is what attracts the demons. That is why Satan is on his right hand. Then, have you finished removing it? Okay. I am going to dress you in a white suit. Amen. He said, said, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. You cannot be naked. No. You cannot stop smoking weed and remain. Just be there because you have stopped. You cannot break up with that Lebanese boyfriend and just stop. Something must come to replace that lifestyle. Jesus. One of the disasters we find that causes Christians to backslide. Christians who are fervent. When you go near them, you can't even feel it. They are cold. All they do is to be in church. Jesus Christ described them, especially Matthew. Certain types of people describe them. He described them so vividly and concisely and precisely. Some of you, what, what is left of your Christian life? It's just church attendance. <laughs> you just come to church. But it will last. You can't remove clothes and walk about naked. There must be an, there must be a new dress put on you. Amen. Reverend Michael was smoking weed in sacks. Normally we smoke it in joints. He was smoking it in what? Sacks. When he finishes smoking, then they will bring another sack of weed. The power of God took it away. God told the angels, remove the appetite from his mouth. Many of you are here like that. You like boys. Now you like only one beloved. One girl said she was on campus. She liked boys so much that one day a baba, a girl, 
a barber had come to cut his her, her hair. I don't know why. Maybe she had look at. But this is a university. I would have thought they would do braids and wigs. Or some also cut their hair. She was not telling me. She was in the room. The barber was cutting her. Then she said, stop. Let's have sex. Hey, she is standing here. The woman I'm talking about is standing here in this room. Jesus. Only that there are some testimonies you can't come and share. Understand? No. They stopped cutting the hair. You don't believe what I'm saying? You don't believe it? Should I call her? They stopped cutting the hair, had sex, and came back to continue cutting the hair. Hey! Classmates hey. and the Katanga boys and the uh, report boys. This is Baba. Baba in town who has come to campus to a room to cut hair. Please let's hold on. Just lift your two hands. Father, clothe me again. Clothe me again. But today this girl is a pastor. You see, I'm saying that. Oh, clap your hands now. Oh, Jesus. You cannot, no. you can't just remove a habit and be there. No. So we are going to pray and say, Lord, just as you did it for Joshua, do it for me. Give me something to replace smoking of weed. Something to replace. Today, Reverend Michael is a reverend. He's a pastor. He oversees all the lay pastors in the council. More or less like a bishop. Yes. What I am doing in full time, he is to the labor says. You cannot just remove something from your life and not replace it. He said, I will clothe you again. We are going to pray and say, Father, clothe me again. If you are not clothed again, that, that man, I don't know what I see in the service, who was uh, doing drugs, a grown up not, I'm not talking about my age, a grown up grown up with a wife and children drug addict not dealer, addict he gave his life to Christ that was it, but today he's a percentile leader amen that's what I'm talking about whatever God is going to take from your life we are going to ask him to replace it with another activity. Another. Otherwise, you are likely to go back. Next week, we shall continue this prayer. Wow. But lift your hands tonight. This morning, sorry. Yes, lift your hands. Say, Lord, if you clothe Joshua again, then give me something to wear. Something to wear. Give me an appetite for visitation. An appetite for preaching. An appetite to be in the choir. Clothe me again. If you've taken out my filthy habits, then put on 
righteous habits. Righteous habits. It looks like these things are done by God. It looks like these things are done by God. Lift your hands and pray this final prayer. Salito Pariatasa. Zondia. Zondia. Paridu Bisekosa. Andele Baleso Tabaya. Stabile Bose. Salika Bonte Lesaba. Sabata de Capota. Sandimi Andele Ba. something special take out a good offering a very good offering make your first your best amen how many of you agree with me your first your best can you lift up your offerings everyone I don't see many hands up to my far right I don't see a lot of hands up like that entire session there's no one with offerings I want to see hands up. My left. No hands. Please lift your hands up high. Is it a good offering? All right. Heavenly Father, 
Behold our offerings Bless us As we give with our hearts In Jesus name Amen Hallelujah Amen I'll put your hands together for Jesus Go ye, go ye, go ye. 
Could you, could you be loved? Could you, could you, could you be loved? Could you, could you be loved? I want to love him. He loved me Oh yeah This is how I show love Because He gave himself for me Say Go ye Go ye Going to the world Preaching everywhere Could you be, could you be, be loved? 
testimony time hallelujah some of you don't look excited i don't know why there's some downness in the congregation but i said it's testimony time you are getting there amen hallelujah revelations chapter 19 and verse number 10 amen Do you have your Bibles with you? Kindly open your Bibles and let's read the word of the Lord. And I fell at his feet and worshipped him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. And of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Hallelujah. Of thy brethren that have what? I'm not hearing you. That have what? Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. You don't understand the scripture. When the testimony comes, it gives you a reason to worship God. Hallelujah. It gives you a reason to lift up your hands and tell God thank you. It gives you a reason to tell God I bless you. Unless you don't understand testimonies. Because the Bible is saying here that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. As the testimonies are being shared this morning. It's going to be prophetic for you this morning. I said as the testimonies are being shared this morning. It's going to be prophetic for you. The same Jesus that did it for them. Is the same Jesus that is going to do it for you. If you are excited as I am. Then stand to your feet. With Jesus joy. And give the Lord a shout of praise. As we welcome Sister Delphine. To bring up the first testimony. Hallelujah. I can't feel your excitement. I can't feel your excitement. Louder, 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 louder. Amen. Welcome. Thank you. Please, my name is Delphine. 
us to start? Yeah, what is my, your testimony? My testimony is about how God used our pastor, Pastor Albert Akins, to be a blessing in my life. Wow. Wow. So, what happened? Okay, it was actually two weeks ago, and I went for chapel service, and Kara chapel service to be specific. And when we were about to close, he said he's raising funds for transportation. And so when he stood there, he lifted up the basket and said, eh, somebody should bring 50 cities. He wants 50 cities. And that day when I was coming to church, the whole money I had on me was 55 Ghana cities. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Say, yeah? yeah? Only 55? How many of you can relate? You come to church with your last. Keep talking. So I had planned, when I was on my way coming, I had planned that I'll pay the, I'll use the five CDs on it to as an offering and keep the 50 CDs. Hey! Tell your neighbor it's not a good mind. Tell your neighbor it's not a good mind. Please don't try that here. So when he made the first call, the 50 CDs, I felt that I should send the 50 cities. But I asked myself, if I send the 50 cities and I go back to school, what would I feed on? Hey! So he made the second call again. Then he made the third one. Then I said, okay, then let me send this money. So as I was sending the money, true fact, it wasn't from my heart. So finally, I sent the money and he prayed that I should expect a miracle. You too expect a miracle. I said, You can also expect a miracle. I see a miracle coming your way. I see a miracle coming your way. It's coming straight towards you. Receive it now. So when I gave it, he made an altar call for five CDs. So as I was sitting there, something just told me that. Five CDs is what you plan to give us an offering. So send the five CDs to. Look, 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 look. You don't understand. She had 50 in her hand. Then she had another five. She intended to give the five first. But as the altar call was coming for the offering, she decided that she would give the 50. Then she decided to add the five. So she added the five CDs to the 50 CDs. So she gave all. I said she gave what? Oh, may you give your all to Jesus. So, very close. Saturday came and I didn't see anything. And I was really broke. I didn't have money. Sunday, when I was coming to church, I had to take money from somebody to use as a transportation. But lo and behold, when I was in church, I was doing my usual dancing star rehearsals. A number was actually calling me behind. But I didn't know. So when we closed from church, I was going wait, home wait, then. Wait. What, what, what number was it? <laughs> An unknown number. I had not stored that number. Wait, wait. A what? An unknown number. Okay. Did, did you hear that? An unknown number. Some of you don't like picking calls that are unknown. No. You may never know when your miracle is coming. May something unknown bring you a miracle. So I was, as I was 
was working, then the person called back. Then the person just told me that, oh, I just wanted to do you mobile money. Hey, may somebody also do you mobile money. I said, may someone also do you mobile money. Receive it. You don't understand. You see, what it means is that there are a lot of blockers of your promise. There are a lot of blockers for your miracle. Because as she was there, she had she didn't have credit to call the person back. The person kept on trying. She couldn't call back. The person kept on trying. She couldn't call back. You see, God is trying to reach you. He keeps trying. But you are you are not you are not picking the call. Today, this morning, if only you can hear the call of God. If only you can hear the voice of God, you are going to receive a miracle. Receive your miracle now. May nothing prevent you from receiving your miracle. May you yourself not prevent yourself from receiving it. It is a true story. So this morning, I just want to encourage you that when you come to church and there's a call to bring something, money, especially money, please don't hesitate. When you faith and bring the money, and the reward that will come will be double what you give. Hallelujah! Clap your hands for her. Sure. 
everything I do Remind me of my love for you And Lord Teach me how to love For there's so many They're in need of it Oh, oh, oh to give for it's in giving that's when we learn how to live Give no matter what is 
Bibles with me, please. Two. Jude. Jude. This morning I'm preaching on the title Beautiful. Exciting, nice, and mood changing. Hallelujah. Beautiful, exciting. That is a life God is going to give you. A beautiful life, exciting, nice, and mood changing. Amen. And today is a final. Part. Next week I'm starting a very beautiful series I have titled Go Somewhere, Preach Somewhere. Go Somewhere, Preach Somewhere. Today I'm talking about mood changing. That is the life that I've talked about the life that makes you beautiful to God. The life that makes you exciting to God. The life that makes you nice to God. And now I'm talking about the life that changes God's mood, your own mood, and somebody else's mood. Yes. That you can change God's mood. God's mood can change. What is a mood? I looked at the dictionary. And the dictionary meaning of a mood is a state or quality of feeling at a particular time. A state or quality of feeling. At a particular time, a state or quality. So, a person's feeling at a particular time can be described as his mood. And God has a mood. There is a mood in heaven. Most of the time, the mood is flat. Some of you think of heaven as a place where they are always singing praise and worship songs. Sometimes the mood in heaven, like the mood now, is flat. But once a while, the mood becomes high. A surge in the mood. And sometimes the mood can go low. Blessed are those who are able to cause the mood of God to go high. Blessed are those who are able to change the mood of God. If you read the story of the prodigal son, the father was living a normal life until the prodigal son appeared 
from a distance. And when the father saw him, the father's mood changed. He ran. When you see somebody running, it means the person's mood has changed. The father ran. And he held his son. It takes a certain mood to kiss your son. He kissed. May you change God's mood. And then the father began to do so. So, so, so. So. The Bible says the father called. Bring him a rope. Put a ring on his finger. Give him shoes. By the way, the cow at the back of the house that we were feeding to make fat. Get that cow and kill it. Hey. What is it that will make a father kill his best cow? May that thing be what will make you also cause God to give his best to you. I'm saying that you can change the mood of a father. Bless us, my dear. Yeah. 
It means the person's life always has an agenda. It's like the person doesn't do things for doing sake. There is a vision. God's life is agendaric. He made some servants and gave them talents. There was an agenda to the talent that they would grow the talents and multiply it. Don't just be there. Tell your neighbor, don't just be there. Ah. Some of you, you just got born again five years ago. You are just there. Only goats are just there. Even goats cry. There's an agenda for them. Don't just be there. After being born again, you must be beautiful to God. You know, this reminds me of certain wives. That you go to their father's house and collect them. (laughs) Collect them and bring them to your house. And when they come, they are just there. Are they? They are just there. I'm telling you. Many wives are like that. They are just there. They won't even dress nicely for you to see something nice at all. When they come, when they go out, they come home, they just remove the berets. Yeah, it's man to man. You are a man. I'm also a man. Stand up. 
but is it not a man who was called Obadiah? Why should a woman be called Obadiah? She says, hey! Tell your neighbor that when we marry you, there's an agenda. May no sister under the sound of my voice be an Obadiah in the house. <laughs> Please stand up and wave. You, you wave.
African with blue eyes. Where your war? You must be beautiful. It must be exciting to your husband. You must be nice and it must be mood changing. Change the mood. And today that's what I'm talking about. Change the mood. Because God's mood must change. The Father's mood must change. What is it that changed the Father's mood in the story of the prodigal son? When the lost son came home, the father t- the elder brother couldn't believe that there was a CD player in the house. Is it my house where there's music and dancing? My house? Yes! Daddy has brought out speakers. Daddy has speakers. Yes! Why? Because your younger brother who left the house two years ago, he has come back. What? Is he the reason why daddy has removed the CD player? Yes! Mood changer. His mood changed. Giving clothes, giving rings. Even in the night when he went to his bed, he said, ah, but I've given this foolish boy too much. Golden ring, diamond ring. What, what have I done? But his mood had changed. May God's mood change and splash you with blessings. So, the Father, God, his mood can change when you win a soul. When through you, a lost person comes. God gets happy and begins to splash you. Begins to just do show. How many of you want God to do you show? Show. Show, show, show. We are going to have our dancing stars soon. But they can't dance on this. There are 50 of them. So we are waiting to build our stage. Yeah. We are in the church. We are building around us. That's we are. We are building in the church. So we see air conditioners appearing in the church. We begin. Show, show, show. So their first dance should be show, show, show. Change the mood of God. Win a soul. Change the mood of God. Win a soul. Jude. Verse 22. And of some have compassion. Making a difference. Causing a change. You see, mood changes don't only take place in God. Mood changes also take place with the soul winner. Jude verse 22. And of some have compassion. 
making a difference. May you make a difference to somebody's life. I said, may you make a difference to somebody's life. So I'm showing you and verse 23, the next verse, verse 23, and others save with fear pulling them out of the fire hating even the garment spotted by the flesh some have compassion When you are a believer, you must have compassion on people. When you see somebody who is not born again, you must have a feeling towards the person. Have compassion. And others, save with fear. Pulling them out of the fire. When you pull somebody out of the fire, you make a difference to the person's life. Imagine somebody in fire and the person is now out of the fire. You've made a difference. May you make a difference to somebody's life. I said, may you make a difference to somebody's life. I said, may you make a difference to somebody's life. So, God's mood changes when a soul is saved. But as you change the mood of God, you yourself, the soul winner, your mood can change. If you are depressed, through winning of a soul, you can become happy. Psalm 126 verse number 6 He that goeth forth and weepeth is weeping nice See? 
is a certain feeling. There is a certain mood you will never experience until you become a soul winner. Your mood changes. Your mood changes. Your mood changes. Through winning of souls, your anxiety can change to joy and fulfillment. God wants to look that there is a, not every feeling can be described. Not every feeling can be described. There's a feeling you feel. When you have felt it, you will know that it was felt as a feeling that you were feeling to feel. When you have not won a soul before, you won't understand it. You will not understand it. When you've won a soul before, you will know that there is a feeling which is indescribable. Only soul winners know this feeling. And I pray that in your lifetime, you will also have that feeling of fulfillment, warmth, excitement, and even hope for your personal life. There is a mood you are carrying. Actually, one of the definitions in the dictionary of a mood is a state of sullenness or gloom. These are big words. But it's all a state of depression and sadness. Mood. Some of you wake up and you don't want to talk to anybody. But your soul you went to win yesterday can give you a call that can change your mood that morning. I'm talking about Christianity. That when God sent us out to go out into the world and preach the gospel, it is not because he just needs us to preach the gospel, but it also has an effect on your mood. On your mood. But you will not understand it until you've won a soul. Some of you, by winning a soul, you are being delivered from the mental psychiatric hospital. Go there. You will see that the problems there are all mood problems. Women, young girls, men, depressed. Depressed. There's a beauty in obeying God without trying to understand. When God gives an instruction, there are many things in that instruction. You may think he's just saying, go and win a soul. But within that go and win a soul may be your deliverance. Just by going, you will not be available for an evil to find you. By going. God's mood changes. The soul winner also. Who before winning the soul was weeping. What are the things that make you weep? 
some time ago. I said, the things you pay attention to, the things you make issues in your life, I have the same thing. Mine are even senior ones. But the difference between you and I is that I am not focusing on them. I am busy doing something else. I am occupied. So I don't even have time to make an issue, a non-issue an issue. But some of you have nothing doing. Some of you, when we close the service, you are going home. There are people here who will go home at 11 p.m. Today, 11 p.m. Some will go home at 9 p.m. Some will go home at 6 p.m. Somebody's son is coming home from a nightclub 
somebody's daughter is coming home from a bout of fornication and a bout of 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 of, of debauchery. But I'm happy. I, I would next time if you come at one ear. Verse 18. Watch it. Zephaniah. 
some of you cannot find it, so don't worry if you can. I'm reading it. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 18. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. But it says, I will gather them that are sorrowful. The people who come to church, the people we gather, they themselves also have problems. They are sad. They are sorrowful. I will gather them that are sorrowful. That's why we bring people to church. That's why we bust people to church. People with issues. People with problems. People with depression. They, they, when they come to church, they experience a rejuvenation. They experience a renewal. I will gather them. Now, when the people who are sorrowful are brought to church, what is the outcome? Psalm 122, verse 1. Now, this is the person speaking. The person who was sorrowful and was, was gathered was brought to church. Remember, Zephaniah 3.18 I will gather them that are sorrowful. Now, the people who are sorrowful, what do they say? Psalm 122 verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, you find them sorrowful, but as they are coming to church, as they enter the church, you will not even say it. Heaven will not even say it. They themselves will say that I was glad last Sunday when I was depressed in my house and I was asked to come to church. By the time the service ended, I was glad. May anybody you bring to the house of God enjoy joy. I will gather them that are sorrowful. Are depressed. I pray that next week you find a girl who is tired of abortions. You bring a boy on drugs. That's why we cannot have a service where the people, the chefs, and the waiters have the attitude I've come to see today. Because the church is a hospital. We cannot afford to have sloppy doctors, sloppy nurses, people who don't know what they are about. No, 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 no. Don't be there. Ask for me. That's the way I work. Nobody can be around me working with a certain attitude. The people who are sorrowful when they come to church they experience gladness may you one day before you die hear this testimony in your ear somebody telling you that my life was like this till you brother Jack brought me to church and my life changed when that person's life changes you also will have an ex- a change of life. See, for any mood you change, you also will experience an equivalent and commensurate mood change. And God also his mood changes. Just by one activity, you change moods. I pray 
that somebody who is lost can't find his way. May that person, through you, he said, I will gather next week. May you gather people who are sorrowful. May you gather, may you find a girl, a woman who is unhappy in her marriage, a man who is unhappy in his marriage, find a depressed person and say, Come! Just one song. That's how you can't have a sloppy choir who forget lines. As the track is seven minutes ahead, you are singing three minutes. <laughs> it will happen here. Here, people who are depressed, this is why they come. This is why they come. And when they come here, they speak like David. I was glad. I was happy. He didn't say, I am glad. Oh, I was glad. They look back and realize that the mood change took place when they entered the house of God. They will look back in the afternoon and say, Ah, why am I happy at this time? Ah, the church I entered because everything was working to perfection. It was at a construction site, but everybody was working professionally. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house. I was glad. Remember, it's not, I am glad. It is not, I am glad. When they said, let's go. I was, he looks back and realizes that mm, my mood change is because I entered the church and the choir that had rehearsed well and the lead singer who knew her lines sang the song. And I was so blessed. I was glad. I was. Retrospectively, they look back and discover that coming to church has changed something in their lives. I pray that your activities this week will change somebody's mood. Will change your mood. And will change God's mood. All these three, all these three mood changes will inure to your benefit. Will bring something to you. God's mood, when it changes, he writes checks. He gives rings. He gives shoes. When his mood is not changed, when you pray, it bounces. Have you not asked somebody for something? That's just looking at you. Mood changes bring benefits to you. They bring benefits to you. I said, may one activity this week, may one activity this week, may one, from next week, every Sunday, we are going to do one member, one soul from next Sunday. Because it is a go somewhere, preach somewhere. But you can choose to rubbish it. Oh, that is pastor power. Does he think we are children? We come to church, you take offering, and you just give instructions that we should bring a soul. What do you mean? Are we children? It is children you talk to like that. We should bring a soul. Who are you? Who are you to be giving instructions? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know an important person like he was in the church. Please forgive me. I was talking to the children who the Bible says are the ones who will enter the kingdom of God. You, Mr. Big Man, Mr. Rich Man, stay in your mansion. <laughs>
are building the kingdom. And you see people who talk like that in the church. Who are you? Should you just get up and say, we should bring so? We, we, should, we should bring so? What nonsense? Are we children? Every day bring this. Every day bring this. Today generator. Tomorrow soul. What type of church is that? You watch those. This the, exactly. I, I am speaking into somebody's life. Exactly that same person will be walking through the bush looking for a white goat to send to a fetish priest who is asking him for a white goat. He'll be walking through the forest with a cap looking for the urine of a snake. The same person who says that, who are you to be given instruction? You see that that person at 12 midnight Kalai will be running naked at the beach. If you will not take instructions from the house of God, somebody else will give you an instruction and you will obey it. I see it all the time. And I hear all this. These, these big men, big, big men, MDs of companies and so on, you should see them alone in a shrine when they are going for their things. The things they do in the shrine, you won't believe it. But when they step out, it's like with bodyguards and V8, seven V8s, with sirens. But there's a place, they remove their clothes and they jump 12 times. I pray that if there's any jumping to do, you will do your jumping in the house of God, not in a shrine. I said, I pray that if there's any jumping, if there's any running, if there's any shouting, if there's anything you must bring to the house, if there's anything to bring, may you may you bring it to church and not bring it to a shrine. I said, if there's anything to do, may you do it in the house of God for a blessing and not do it in a shrine for a curse. Rise to your feet. Let's close and go home. Lift your hands, please. Lift your hands. And ask the Lord to give you the grace to empower you to be a mood-changing Christian. Ask Him. Ask Him. No movement. No movement. Please. We've come to an important part of the service. Don't desecrate the atmosphere. Let your hands and pray. As we close today's service, what a blessing to hear what we've heard, to see what we've seen, to experience what we've experienced. Yes. Somebody already is being blessed. Yes. There's an angel ministering to someone here right now. I don't know who you are. Perumi Lift your hands. Receive that which you cannot do for yourself. I receive it. 
receive that which you cannot give to yourself. I receive it. Receive that which you cannot find for yourself. I receive it. Let the Lord do it for you. Lift your hands yes. and let, let him do it for you. Pray. Talk to God. Talk to him. Say, Lord. Lord. Touch my life. Touch my life. With your great grace. With your great grace. Touch my life. Touch my life. With your great grace. With your great grace. Let me change somebody's mood. Change somebody's mood. Let me change my own mood. Let me change my own mood. Let me go weeping and return with joy and rejoicing. Let somebody sorrowful be brought to church. Yes. And let that person's own testimony be I was glad. And Lord, may your own change. Yes. Lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands now and now bless God. Oh, bless God. Bless God. From today, we are going to be beautiful to God. Oh, yes. Exciting to God. Exciting. Nice to God. Oh, nice. And mood changing mood to God. La tusi balida bakaya. Redi sabosha. Kalade sabori katasa. Amiko mehege. Karaha. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Every eye closed, please. And please bring your hand down. Bow your heads, please. As we leave this hall today, there's a brother who came today. You may even be that sorrowful brother. You are going through a situation. There's a sister here. I don't know who you are. But as you are here, you are saying, Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, I need to surrender my life to God. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here and you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, please lift your hand. I want to pray for you. This is your time. Yes. Yes. Lift it high above your head. Yes. I see your hand. I can see it. If you were the only one on earth, Jesus will still have come to die. You are the one. Pastor, I need Jesus. I'm not a thief. I'm not a drunkard. I'm not an evil person. I just want to surrender to Jesus. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. You are here like that. I see your hand. If your hand is up, come to me. Come to the front. Come to the front. Come. I want to pray for you. Yes. No, turn and face me. Turn to me. Yes. God. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. Somebody wants to join them to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. in front, lift your hands. Those in front, lift your hands. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I receive you as my Lord, as my Master,
as my Savior. Please wash my sins. Please cleanse me. I've done many bad things. But today, I give myself to you. Please have mercy on me. And watch over my life. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. I am born again. Say, I am born again. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my Lord. Say, I am not going back. I'm not going back. I'm going to save you. Thank you for my salvation. Amen. Father, I pray that you receive these ones. Preserve them. May they walk with you. May they abide in your tabernacle. I pray in Jesus' name. For listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.